I have a problem, a challenge, an issue. These are the words that entrepreneurs use to describe the obstacles they're facing in their businesses. The list of problems for many entrepreneurs seems endless. The question is, are you dealing with a problem or a symptom? If you're always trying to solve symptoms in your business, thinking that they're the problem, you'll find yourself in an endless cycle of frustration. But if you can identify the real problem and solve it, then symptoms go away. In this episode of Shop Talk, I'll show you how to find the root cause of your symptoms so that you can fix the real problems once and for all. Let's dive in. You're listening to Shop Talk with Misty Cordes, a podcast that delivers actionable content, business hacks, and behind-the-scenes marketing secrets for ambitious entrepreneurs who want to create a business that makes an impact and gives them the freedom, flexibility, and control they dream about. A symptom is an indication that something is wrong. So as an example, let's say you have a son or daughter who is running a fever. We know as parents that the fever is not the problem, it's a symptom of the problem. That totally makes sense, right? Well, a problem is the root cause of the symptoms. So as an example, your son or daughter may be running a fever because they're teething. Maybe they have a cold or a viral infection. The problem can typically be diagnosed when a doctor is given a list of all the symptoms so that they can identify the core problem. Now, why does this matter and how does it apply to business? Well, this is important subject to discuss because when it comes to business, most entrepreneurs spend a tremendous amount of time trying to solve, cure, or subside symptoms instead of solving the root cause of the symptom, which is the actual problem. So again, as an example, if your son or daughter is running a fever, most parents will give their child Tylenol to lower the temp. The challenge with this approach is that the core root of the symptom, aka the problem, has not been addressed. So there's a good chance that once the Tylenol wears off, the child will still have a fever. The same is true in business. If you find yourself constantly putting out the same fires in your business, chances are you're tackling symptoms, not the actual problem. But here's the good news. Once you know how to identify the real problem, you can solve it and all of your symptoms will go away. Really exciting, right? So in this episode, we're going to discuss how to spot the difference between a symptom in a problem so that you can get to the source and solve the issue for good so that you can stop wasting valuable time, money, and resources trying to solve or cure or subside those symptoms that keep showing up time and time again. Let's start by discussing how to spot a symptom. So as I previously stated, a symptom is an indication that something is wrong. So do you need more leads for your business? That's a symptom. Need more money? That's a symptom too. Employees not hitting their goals or KPIs? Symptom. Unruly customers? Again, a symptom. Well, wait, what, Misty? Yes, all of these are symptoms, which is an indication that something is wrong. They are not the actual problem. 
Now, stick with me for a moment. I promise this will all make sense in a second. So how do you identify a problem? Well, to get to the root cause of a problem, you must ask why. Let me explain what this means by drilling down on one obstacle that I hear many entrepreneurs bringing up, which is the need for more money. So I mentioned just a minute ago that not having enough money is a symptom to a problem. To uncover the problem, we must ask why. Why do we not have enough money? Well, here's a possible answer. I haven't made any sales. I would say, why haven't you made any sales? Another possible answer, I don't have time to make sales calls. Why don't you have time to make sales calls? Possible answer, I have too much on my plate and not enough time to complete everything, which, by the way, is another symptom. Now, why do you have too much on your plate? Possible answer, I'm the only one in my business and I can't do it all. Each time you can answer the why question, you are most likely identifying another symptom that is caused by something else. If you keep asking why until you can no longer generate a logical response, then you've most likely uncovered the actual problem. So in this example, the real problem is that you don't have time to complete all of the responsibilities you've taken on in your business. So you're probably thinking, okay, great, Misty. So what do I do about that? Well, hang on. I promise we'll get to the possible solutions in a moment. The next step in the process is to clearly outline the outcome that you're seeking. The symptom that we are dealing with here is that you need more money, but that is extremely vague. We need to get specific here. How much money do you need and by when? So let's say, as an example, you need to generate $24,000 in sales in the next six months. That's $4,000 a month in sales. Now that we're clear on what outcome you're seeking, it's time to look for possible solutions. One thing I want to point out here before we dig in is that every problem has a solution. Let me say that again. Every problem has a solution. It is really important that you keep your mind open here. You see, most people approach problems with the idea that there's only one path to success, and that is not true. Just because you might not want to take a specific path doesn't mean that the problem is unsolvable. It means that you've decided that you aren't willing to do what it takes to solve the problem. Let that sink in for a moment. It's really important and empowering to realize that you do have solutions and that solving a problem in your business is simply a decision to implement the possible solution. So let's take a moment to recap and then we'll move into brainstorming some possible solutions for our example that we're using here. There are three symptoms you are experiencing. One, you don't have enough money. Two, I have too much on my plate, and three, I can't get everything done myself. Now, the root problem is that you don't have time to complete all of the responsibilities that you've taken on in your business. And the outcome that you're seeking is $24,000 in sales in the next six months, which is an average of $4,000 a month in sales. Now that you're clear on what your symptoms are, 
the root problem and the outcome that you're seeking, we can actually start talking about some possible solutions, which is what we're going to do now. The first thing that I'd recommend that you do is make a list of everything that you do in your business and see if there are any responsibilities that you can remove from your plate. As an example, you could leverage automation to complete tasks that are repetitive so that it can save you time and make room for more important activities, such as making sales calls. So as an example, a lot of entrepreneurs spend a lot of time engaging in back and forth email communications with prospects and customers to schedule calls. You can use an appointment scheduling service to create a link that you could share with prospects and customers so that they can click and schedule with you. This will save a bunch of time. You could also take it one step further. Did you know that email service providers like Gmail have a feature that allows you to create what's called canned responses? You should Google it. Canned responses are templated email messages that you can create ahead of time that you find yourself using frequently. So you could create canned responses that you send to clients, prospects, or even referrals that you receive. So here's a couple of examples on how I would use canned responses. So this is one I might send to a client. It might say something like, hey Sue, it's Misty. It's time to schedule our monthly one-to-one success coaching call. I'm excited to see what you've accomplished over the last 30 days and uncover other opportunities that I might be able to help you with in your business. Here's a link to my calendar so that you can schedule a time for the two of us to connect. Now, another canned response I might use uh, is one where we'll have clients or someone in our community that will refer us, which we obviously love. And when we receive these email messages, they usually do a quick intro and they'll CC the person that they're referring to us. And so that email might read something like this. Sue, thank you so much for recommending us and referring. And of course, I'd have the referrals name in there. You are amazing, my friend, and I appreciate you. And then I would say referrals name. It's very nice to meet you. I would love to connect with you to learn more about you, your business, and your goals to see if I can help in any way. Rather than playing email tag on each other's availability, here's a link to my personal calendar so that you can schedule a time for the two of us to connect. I look forward to meeting you soon. Now, I'm sharing these emails with you so that you can see the responses appear to be custom written. They don't feel like canned responses. Now, I bring this up because some people resist the idea of using canned responses because they don't feel like it's authentic. If you are writing your canned responses like you would typically respond, then it is authentic because you are writing it from an authentic space. If you sat down to think about your business, there are probably many emails that you spend a ton of time recreating that you could put into canned responses that could save you a ton of time. Okay, so let's get back on track here. The point of what I just shared with you is that you can leverage technology to save time. Because if you remember, the root problem is that you don't have time to complete all of the responsibilities you've taken on in your business, so you're not able to make sales calls, which is leading to a money issue. Another possible solution is to hire someone part-time to help you with some of your responsibilities. And you might be thinking, well, wait, Misty, remember, I don't have any money, and I totally get it. 
But the reality is, is that there are many options that you could explore to make a little extra money so that you can get the help you need and taking on some of those things that are on your plate so that you can be more consistent with your sales. So as an example, you could even have a garage sale, sell items around your home to help generate a little money. You could also delay putting off non-urgent tasks for a few weeks so that you could create some space in your calendar and you could hunker down, make some sales calls that could lead to generating some more money in your business. So of course you can invest in someone helping you part-time. You could also explore an opportunity to maybe get a business loan or leverage some credit that you might have or equity. You see, when it comes to uncovering possible solutions, you might need to get a little creative. Now, I've personally been in this position in in my business before, and whenever my back's against the wall and I need to make money quickly, I get my creative thinking cap on, I take action, And I have always found a way. I gave myself some breathing room financially so that I could invest in help to free up my time so that I can focus on the things that are most important in my business. Now, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, Misty, that is a lot of work, or isn't there an easier way? or maybe any other thought that you might have that might be holding you back, I would suggest that you take some time to determine if you really want to achieve your desired outcome. In this example, you want to make more money and you don't have the space in your calendar to stay consistent with your sales calls. You see, if it's important enough, you'll find a way. If not, you'll find an excuse. Chances are, you know what needs to be done to solve the real problem that you're dealing with in your business. You just need to make the decision to take the action that will lead to your desired outcome. I hope that you find this helpful. I know firsthand how mentally debilitating it can be to think that you have a ton of problems, but in reality, you actually have many symptoms to just one problem. If you can apply the process I shared with you here today, you can get clear on the real issue that needs to be addressed so that you have more mental space to find possible solution. And once you've uncovered the possible solution, it's literally just a matter of taking action. It's that simple. People say building a business is hard work. And I actually don't believe it's hard. It's work, but it's not hard. Having a garage sale is not hard. Hiring someone to help you out part-time is not hard. Leveraging automation to complete repetitive tasks to free up space in your schedule is not hard. It's work, but that's all it is. It's not hard work. My hope is that you leave this episode with clarity around how to identify the difference between symptoms and problems so that you stop spending your time, money, and resources trying to fix symptoms so that you can get to the root problems, overcome those challenges that are temporarily holding you back from reaching your goals. Here's to your success, my friend. 